Who's a good boy? Oh, who's a really good boy? This week on the Story Song Podcast. I hear the tale of love is Three friends who took All the songs that tell a story. It's the Story Song Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Story Song Podcast. I'm Dan McInerney. I'm Rachel Oaks. Every episode, we walk you through a story song, and this week, we're doing Old Red by Mm -hmm. Blake Shelton. Don't um, you put a D on there. No. O-L apostrophe. Yep. That's how you know it's country. Um, But yeah, it's (laughs) it's, uh, Old Red by Blake Shelton, and uh, Rachel, in a second, I'm going to ask you to run us through the story of the story song. Sure. Um, But I did want to point out, this was one I was unfamiliar with. Okay. You you brought this to us. I listened yes. to it, and you know I was extra paying attention to the story, obviously, because I knew we were going to do it in the show. And this was one that is a fun was a fun journey because yeah. <laughs> I I am a sophisticated story song listener. So when I listen to a new story, it's song, your job. I mean, you have to be. What I'm saying, but when I listen, when I listen to a new story song, I always then I go, I know where this story's going. I got it. It's, you know, yeah. every story song or most story songs fit into like a certain number of boxes. I know where this is going. So the first two lines, I'm like, I got it. I know where this story is going. <laughs> and then every other two lines, I was just like, oh, no, I don't know where this story is going. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, oh, yeah. okay, okay. Now I know where this story is going. No, I didn't know where this story was going. So it's it's a real, it's a, it's a you know, serpentine journey. Um, right. The story also has <laughs> Two count them two punchlines, um, but we'll get to that at the end. So, Rachel, walk us through the story of this story song. Okay, well, this uh, story song, Old Red, tells the story of a man. Let's call him Blake, okay. who is sentenced <laughs> to ninety-nine years in prison for mm-hmm. killing his cheating wife and/or her lover. Mm-hmm. And after a few years, he uh, befriends the warden, and the warden gives him a job taking care of his dog, Old Red who is used to um, take care uh, of uh, escaped fugitives. Mm-hmm. And uh, so through the years, he- Take care uh, of, you mean like track them down? Yes. Track them down. Track them yeah. down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, not like, like a, wait on them hand and foot. Or... <laughs> he's not like a nurse pup. <laughs> right. No. Yeah, he doesn't, uh, bring, he doesn't bring people their slippers. Yeah, yeah. Right. He's not, na- he's not uh, Nana from Peter yep. Pan. Hey, um, um, <laughs> hey, old Red, can you hold my calls? Please, for the next, like, <laughs> 45 minutes. Thanks. <laughs> that dog is a great administrative assistant. That's it. It's unbelievable. It's great. Um, anyway, Old Red's just a dog. Yeah. Uh, but uh, after a while, uh, Blake comes up with a plan to break out of prison by having his cousin bring a female dog down to strike up a romance with Old Red. Mm. So... Every night, one of uh, Blake's jobs is to take Old Red for a walk. And when he takes him for a walk, he takes him every night to go uh, and see and go see his lady friend for a couple of nights mm-hmm. in a row. Then, yeah. So they 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 have a Lady in the Tramp thing well, happening, and then right. Well, well, why, I don't know if it's Lady in the Tramp because while Old Red is taking a walk, he's taking a walk. Yes. If you know oh, what yes, I mean. they are. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. but then he's now here's where the plan comes in. Then Blake holds off on having Old Red uh, visit Mm. his lady love for a few days. Then he breaks out of prison and he goes north 
And the warden and everybody is like, send old Red after him. But old Red, all he wants to do is get down. So he goes south mm. to where his lady love is while Blake is going north. Yeah. And that's the story. <laughs> and, that's, and that's how he gets out. Of it's crazy. I, I do like to imagine that they, if you ever read about like a murder mystery show or like something like a Black Mirror episode, where they're like, we, we knew where we wanted to end up. Right. And so we kind of worked backwards from there. <laughs> and just like, because there's three songwriters here. And one of them was like, guys dog sex okay let's work <laughs> backwards and figure out right. how we get there i know where we want to end up i know yeah. i know we want dogs doing it that's where right. we want to get to but the question is how are we gonna let's work backwards and figure out how we're gonna get there that's the big thing the other two are um, like is anybody else concerned that don every time we're writing a song mm-hmm. don just adds dog sex like it's weird <laughs> I mean, it's working. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying. Listen, throw spaghetti at the wall till something sticks. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Well, I caught my wife with another man, and it cost me 99. On a prison farm in Georgia, close to the Florida line. Well, I've been here for two long years. I finally made the warden my friend. And so he sentenced me to a life of ease, taking care of old Red. Yeah, when I first heard this, I like the first minute or so, it's like, all right, I think I could see where this is going. It's a country song about a guy who murders his wife and goes to jail. And then within like a minute, it was like, wait, is this, is this about a dog? Well, let's start at the top because I'll sort of. I'll explain to you where I thought the main highway was going <laughs> on this on this story, and then we just we just kept getting off at exits that were unexpected. But um, I'll get there in a bit. So, well, I caught my wife with another man, and it cost me ninety nine on a prison farm in Georgia, close to the Florida line. So I want to give praise to the song right off the right. bat and say. Oftentimes we complain about how you're wasting time, yeah. there's filler lines, you know, every word in a in a pop song and a story song is precious. We got a lot of information right in these first two lines. Well, yeah. Um and I love Call My Life with Another Man and it cost me ninety nine. We know everything well, yeah. in in just that one line. But, and just right? glance over the the double murder. <laughs> the possible yeah, yeah. double murder. Glance over it because that's not what this story is about. This story's about a dog. Uh, and Blake. Yeah, yeah. Blake and a dog. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, and he's also like, it's not a thing where he's like, I didn't do it. He's not proclaiming innocence right. in any way. He's like, call right. my wife another man. You know what happened. I killed them Come both, on. and I got 99 years in prison. Right. So this is not Shawshank Redemption. You know what I'm saying? This <laughs> right. is not... This is just how I roll. Yeah, yeah. This is just how I am. Yeah. Cut to... This is the weird... This is the weird porn parody of Shawshank <laughs> Redemption. Lord. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it cost me nine to nine on a prison farm in Georgia. Here, here, I don't know. And I, this day and age, I probably should know more about the prison system. But what is a prison farm? Is that so, like an actual working farm? So, no, you, you or... know, I believe a prison farm is, you know, like in Cool Hand Luke and in Shawshank mm-hmm, Redemption, mm-hmm. where the mm-hmm. um, where the prisoners are um, are working all the time so they're not just locked up okay. they're working and doing things like in in right. uh cool hand luke they're doing things like laying roads and in shawshank redemption they're like putting 
putting roofing up. It's weird. But I think it's a working prison. They're not just in their cells. They're working. Well, a prison farm is like like for new prisoners, like before they're ready for the major league prisons. Right, right. They practice. <laughs> yeah. They're in the farm system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've been here for two years. I finally made the warden my friend. Um, He says that, like, that's a thing that's supposed to happen. Right. Do, do most people become friends with the warden? <laughs> I feel like that's not common. He's like, Listen, oh, fi-, like, almost where he's like, oh, I finally made partner. Right. After all these years. <laughs> it's like, I don't think that's a guaranteed thing that you're going to become friends with the warden. But also, you're talking, uh, he says, well, I've been here two long years. Dude. Yeah. Dude, you have 99 years <laughs> and you possibly committed double murder. Two years right. is nothing two long years that's what somebody says when they're in like a uh, internship like man this has been right. two long years i don't know why i've been oh, in this internship boy. for so long but yeah and then he's well finally... the first two drag the next 97 just blink they, of an they, eye it's true by, it's true you never by. know once you get settled into that routine but yeah, yeah. and then he's like <laughs> i finally made the warden my friend oh <laughs> well, all right good on you well, maybe you. the warden was just yeah. like super cool and he right. they met and he was like, Oh, hey warden, you wanna like hang out sometime? Yeah. No, 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 we don't have to. I get it. You you've got you've got other warden friends. The warden yeah. pops his collar and says, Catch on the flip side. <laughs> say, He's so cool. I just want to be friends with him. Warden Zuko. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the warden just like wheels away on his little wheelie. <laughs> 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 Man, I wish I had those. They're just so cool. Those are the coolest. Um, and you know, I don't, I don't like when people call me Blakey, but when he does it, I don't mind what it. What is it? I, it's just he's what so cool. Is it? I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be friends with that warden someday. I don't know. Um, or it's the opposite. Or it's that Blake Shelton, who is a charmer in real life, but the character of Blake mm-hmm. is just so charming that the that the warden is like, you know, I I tried to resist. But right. this guy is super cool. Is a real cool. Well, I think uh, it's the word years, finally. 99 years. Thank you. Because I can't imagine my <laughs> life without him. <laughs> I, got, I got 97 more that I will cherish. Blakey. So he gives him a rose like in The Bachelor. <laughs> oh, man. It's that word finally that, that you get sort of yeah. hung up on. Like, he finally made it. Like, he was desperate to make this man his friend. Well, I think he had an ulterior motive. I think so. He wanted to be and one so of the cool sentenced... kids. Well, yeah. He wanted to set the cool table. Yeah. That was that was the big thing. Um, but he sentenced me to a life of ease, taking care of old bread. Now, this is the first time where I was just like, what? where? I was not expecting this. Right. <laughs> this dog has come into the story. Uh, but sentenced me to a life of ease. Now, I understand he gets to take red for a walk. Yeah. But otherwise, I don't think his life in prison is all that different right i'm not sure why he seems to think he's now on a life of ease um unless that's his job now right unless like he's not doing whatever job he was doing before on the farm and his only job now is taking care of the so dog. i will say this again um, in cool hand luke this whole thing is basically cool hand luke in cool hand luke there's a yeah, guy yeah. in cool hand luke i forget his name but he's a prisoner and his job is to take care of the of the warden's dogs um, these mm. big bloodhounds. Okay, and so I feel like maybe that was uh part of the, you know, that if you were if they felt that they could trust you as a prisoner, that you would get to hang out with dogs. I mean, 
Right. That's that seems like the best job to have in the prison. <laughs> yeah. Do you think seems like Blakey... the best job to have anywhere. Right. Yeah. Do you think Blakey, whoever was taking care of the dogs for him, do you think Blakey killed that guy? Um... To get to just get because I mean, if you're taking care of the dogs, right, right, and let's say you have a life sentence, you could be taking care of the dogs for the next right. fifty years. You know. So I don't maybe or. Mm-hmm. Or again, the warden is just so smitten with Blakey that he's <laughs> right. like that he fired. He's that like, guy. listen, Jethro, you're not going to be taking <laughs> care of Old Red anymore. Now, Old Red, he's the damnedest dog that I've ever seen. Got a nose that can smell a two-day trail. He's a four-legged tracking machine. You can't consider yourself mighty lucky to get past the gators and the quicksand beds. But all these years that I've been here and nobody got past Red. Here's what I say about old Red. I love dogs, but uh this dog's a snitch. I'm just gonna <laughs> I'm just gonna say it. I'm just gonna say it. Okay? Because any nobody can get past this dog. This guy's turning in everybody. Listen, everybody uh, knows that the bloodhound is the snitch of the dog world. <laughs> that they are just like, listen, you do not say anything to the bloodhound. Is he around? Is oh he around? Because that guy cannot keep his mouth shut. You know what yeah. they say? Or his snitches get milk bones. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah, this dog's yeah. got quite a nose. He can track down just about anybody. Yeah. Um, and uh, now he says, you might consider yourself lucky to get past the gators and the quicksand beds. Two things I'm going to say, as always, very excited when a song talks to me, uh, telling me <laughs> that I am lucky for my prison escape. Um, get past the gators. I get that part because you're close to the Florida line. The quicksand right. beds. Is there that much quicksand <laughs> in Georgia and Florida? Yes. I was at, is there, I is there a lot of quicksand? I thought that only no, happened like in the jungle. Land, I guess. I guess so. I guess I don't know. Oh, I this is uh, Looney Tunes State Penitentiary. Oh, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> yes, yes, got that it. Makes there sense. we go. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Yeah, because I it. I thought only Indiana Jones had to worry about quicksand. Otherwise, the rest <laughs> of us were safe. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, you might consider yourself lucky. He doesn't say anything about like anvils falling on you. It's, <laughs> sure. It's rough out there. Yeah, yeah. You might run into what you thought was a tunnel, but turns out it was painted wall. <laughs> and, listen, and listen, I got news for you. You could probably stop a lot of people from trying to break out if you were like, listen, you could try. You'll probably get past the gators. I'm sorry, gators? Right. And then, but then you're going to have the quicksand beds. I'm sorry, there's also quicksand beds? Uh, right, right. I did not know we came in on a truck. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I didn't realize that there were these things out there. Um. It's probably fine. I'll work in the library. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm from the Catskills, uh, and I was brought down here. <laughs> Could you guys give me a quick lowdown of what's going on out there? Um, I was brought down for dirty dancing, so. <laughs> yeah. I, like, <laughs> I agree. Like <laughs> 99 to life for putting a baby in a corner. <laughs> um, dancing suggestively. Yeah. The um, Yeah, I, I agree. I think that probably deters most people is that if the gators and the quicksand beds are like three and two 
uh, and the number of things you have to worry right. about. If that's not even the if the quicksand beds are not even the worst thing I need to worry about, actually, I'm just gonna stay here. I'm f- that, exactly. that's pretty. I got three hots and a cot. I'm fine. I'm just gonna right. hang out here. <laughs> and the water saying, "Come on, somebody, why don't you run over and ditch and have a little fun? Get my lantern, get my gun. Riddle heavy treat for the morning." It's an issue when the warden has a song about (laughs) finding escaped convicts. Or a song Um, where he's like, why don't you guys try to escape my prison? Right. Like, yeah. Right. That's weird. Right. Um, Yep. But yeah. Well, you should have a song that's like, I'm going to ask you nicely for the third time to please stay here. Yeah. Just consider the gate off limits. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. That is. He's he's saying. I hope somebody tries to escape just because right. I want to watch old Red do his thing. And we want, some, we want him to stay sharp. Um, what? When do we think this is happening? I mean. Let's bring that up. I, I am thinking it's in the 30s and 40s. Okay. Again. Or, f- no, 40s or 50s. Again. Okay. Reasoning? Cool Hand Luke. <laughs> yes. I think Cool Hand Luke takes place in the 50s. Okay. Um, but. I think that's that's what I'm getting. That's what I'm getting at here. Mm-hmm. Uh, like that's what I'm feeling. Well, I yeah, can't if it was more it contemporary, took place in 1990. No, but well, the thing that make the thing that it's funny how just one thing here makes it feel old timey, right? Right. Get, get my lantern. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Not a lot of lanterns being used post, like, I don't know, 1962 or whatever. Right. Probably yeah. more flashlights. Now we have like giant cars with like huge spotlights on them and helicopters and stuff. But this is just guys, you know, bloodhounds running, guys running through the through the woods with shotguns and lanterns trying to yep. track down a guy in like a, a white suit with black stripes on it. Right, right, right. Uh, um, Get my lantern. Uh, We have a whole cabinet full of flashlights. Can we get one of those? Get me my lantern. What did I say? I like the classic look of a lantern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if this was more contemporary, it would definitely be about, like, Old Red would be, like, a helicopter or a drone or something. Right, yeah. Right, yeah. I I took care of the warden's drone. I took it for a walk every night. Love it. Love it. That's hilarious. Oh, I love that drone. Me and that drone, we just snuggle up at night. Um, we clicked. You know, I don't know what it is, but we just clicked. Yeah. The funny thing is he th- he still thinks he's a baby drone. He thinks he can <laughs> fit in my bed. What a silly. The um, drone will go after the ball, but it won't bring it back. Yeah. <laughs> the drone thinks he's people. Um. So, yeah. So get my lantern, get my gun, and Red will have you treed before the morning comes. Now, treed is a... A phrase you may not be familiar with, but right. uh, that just means that uh, the dog's chasing you. You've run up into the tree, you try to get away, uh, and you can't get back down because the right. dog is is right there. So you're stuck yeah. in a tree, and that's that's where the warden with his lantern and his gun is going to find you and bring uh-huh. it back, bring it back to the prison. Yeah, and so yeah, the but then you just jump said, into the next like... tree, huh? Then you just jump into the next tree, right? Yeah, like a squirrel. Yeah, it's short. That's right, like a flying squirrel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's one you 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 didn't think of one thing, Warden. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the flying squirrel. I'll get you next time, Rocky. <laughs> well, I paid off the guard and I slipped out a letter to my cousin up in Tennessee. 
On he brought down a blue tick hound. She was pretty as she could be. Well, they pinned her up in the swamp land about a mile just south of the gate. And I take O'Red for his evening run. I just drop him off and wait. And the warden sang. Come so now on. this was this is the part in the song where the dog thing did throw me through for a loop. Right. And I was like, okay, okay, I see where this is going. One of two ways, because he's, he's friends with the dog. So either he'll escape and the dog will track him down, and it'll be like dramatic irony that his one friend is the one who turned him in, or he will escape, the dog will track him down, but the dog will let him go. Yes. Because they're friends, right? A real yes. fox and the hound situation. Correct. Um, <laughs> But he do- the dog does let him go, but not because they're friends um, right, right. by the end. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I was like, okay, okay, Blakey. I know I got gotcha. you. I know where this is going. Then when the next verse starts, and it's like, well, I paid off the guard, and I slipped out a letter to my cousin up in Tennessee, and he brought down a blue tick hound. She was pretty as she could be. This was the, the second time where I was like, no, I don't know where this is going. Where, <laughs> where's this song right. going? Where's this okay. song going? Um, yeah, so now, I mean, we're just openly talking about corruption here. I paid off a guard. Sure. Again, blowing right past that. Another major crime that he has committed. Right. We're not, not saying that he's innocent. Just, oh, yeah, that's another crime that I committed. Um, going right past that. Paid off a guard. I slipped out a letter to my cousin up in Tennessee. Um, right. Just one is real quick. I understand everything in life is relative, but speaking as a longtime north northeasterner, uh, the phrase "up in Tennessee" seems very weird to me. Um, <laughs> right. But uh, up in Tennessee. I'm sorry, Blakey. I think you have that wrong. Yeah, yeah. Tennessee is is down. It, it's as down as you can go. You can't possibly <laughs> go up Tennessee. Um, and he brought down a blue tick hound. What? I mean, I, I know what a hound is. I don't know what right. a blue tick hound. It feels like something no. that you just know if you live in the South, what a blue yeah. tick hound is. Yeah, but. I think it's just different. Like like you said, like there's just a lot of different kinds of hounds mm-hmm. that I don't think I, I, I wouldn't be able to tell, tell the difference between it. But I think it's not, it's not a bloodhound. Old Red, I'm assuming, is a bloodhound. Right. Uh, a blue tick hound, I think, looks slightly like a pointer um but i don't know i'm pulling that straight out of my butt (laughs) (laughs) but yeah that's where most of the info on the show comes from so that's good that's right that's right it's Um, it's a it's a uh a breed of hound thank you michael thank you yeah thank you so much i appreciate it i i like the pictures i'm looking at right now are super cute Uh oh um they're like black and white and you mean the pictures or the dog? The pictures are in color. The okay. dog is black and white. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, um, wait a minute. No, everything's in black and white. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> wait, I'm colorblind. Um, I also like the idea of slipping out the letter and s- to the cousin and him saying she was pretty as she could be. So my assumption is that the letter read something like this. I'm going to break out. <laughs> Bring me a girl dog, no uggos. <laughs> <laughs> the cousin is like, all right, all right, I know just the dog. Well, 
Okay. She's a looker. <laughs> so, two things. First of all, you that had not occurred to me that you are correct. Where <laughs> the letter must have specified, look, bring down a girl dog, but make that make it a really attractive, sexy yeah. girl dog because I need to get old red distracted. So that could well, my hope only. is that my hope is that he didn't tell the cousin the entire plan. So he's right. like, just bring a really attractive girl dog <laughs> down. And the cousin says, you know what? I don't want to know. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to know. It's fine. Whatever. Yeah. I don't want to know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, they're the rest mostly of the plan without me. They're mostly used to hunt raccoons. Mm-hmm. Right. Got it. Um, but they're also known for uh, they're very friendly dogs. Yeah. Aww, well, this one was yeah, very, very friendly. friendly. This one's extremely very friendly. friendly, if you know what I mean. <laughs> um, um, just a heads up for you guys. Mm-hmm. I'm going to check out right now and just read up on uh, Blue Tick okay. Hounds. Sure. You got it, Michael. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll wrap I'm gonna, up without you, <laughs> you I guess. You come on back. You know what? I'm gonna spend I'm gonna spend the rest of the episode just looking at pictures of puppies. They're very cute. Sounds good. They have they got flappy ears. Although I guess all hounds do have flappy ears, right? What is a looking up what a bloodhound looks like? I think so. Yo, oh, a bloodhound, super floppy. Bloodhounds got really because you want to know why this is. I mean, this is a weird. You know, we've really gone on a on a tangent, but the reason is the reason bloodhounds' ears are so long is that so that they sweep on the ground, they kick up the dirt, and that way they can get more sense into their oh. nostrils and stuff and smell more and get more ideas. That's why they're so good at, you know, tracking things down. Right. That's so it's not in their nose. It's all in their ears. It's all in the ears, baby. Um, all in the ears. So here's the other thing. Um, he's, He says... Brought down a blue tick town. She was as pretty as she could be. I feel like this is a thing that does <laughs> does occasionally happen. Um, where so I think human beings could look at a dog and be like, "Oh, that's a that's a a very nice looking dog, right? Uh, right. the dog has an aesthetic that I, as a human being, can appreciate. Um, but how does he know that the dog is attractive to other dogs? Right. And I feel like this is a thing that, again, in stories does occasionally come up where it's like, oh, I bet you I bet this dog really wants to get with that dog. And you're like, right. But how do you know that? <laughs> like, Well, they had a lot of long walks together. So I'm sure they <laughs> been a lot of time talked talking. about like, right. hey, all red. What's your type? <laughs> Let me tell you what I'm looking for in a female <laughs> dog. Uh, yeah, it's just weird that he can identify that like, oh, yeah, that is a dog. That's going to be very attractive to other male dogs. I can just tell I, as a human being who should not have any attraction to dogs and should not know this, uh, <laughs> can just tell <laughs> that other dogs would like it. Also, by the way, I don't know how dogs decide, but I think pretty much dogs are pretty okay with any dog, right? I don't think they're like, being, yeah. you know. Again, I don't think other dogs are like no uggos. I think dogs are like uggos, <laughs> whatever, whatever you got, I'm fine with it. Um, as long as I'm ready and she's ready, it doesn't really matter. Um, and also because blood bloodhounds are really ugly uh, to me as a human being. I mean, they're adorable <laughs> in an ugly way, but they're incredibly wrinkly. So I wonder in the dog world, are bloodhounds considered ugly? Like. Or or is that to a dog considered attractive? I'm just I'm I don't know, but I'll tell you what. Mm-hmm. We're on a slippery slope. No, well this 
But this is my point. Attractiveness of dogs. <laughs> but this is what I'm saying is that I, again, as a human being, cannot tell <laughs> what another dog right. would find attractive. I mean, the bloodhound here, as I'm looking at the picture, I mean, this looks like the Ron Perlman of the dog world, right? It's just like a really <laughs> big face, kinds. you know, a lot of it's got a face with a lot of character. So maybe that's something that a female dog would be into, but I don't know because I don't know what. Yeah. It, I don't know what it does. So my point is that that it just seems like a weird line for him to specifically say that the dog is beautiful, <laughs> and that right. other dogs would be interested in the be- in the the beauty of this dog. That's all I'm trying to say. Well, right. he he right. says that she's as pretty as she can be, right? Which, as an expression, like as an English language expression, it mm-hmm. does mean yes, she is pretty. Yes, but really thinking about it, like, is she pretty? Well, she's as pretty as she can be. <laughs> right, that's true. That's she, true. You know, that's true. Right. You know, she's like fine. she's fine. I mean, look, she doesn't have a lot going for her, but you know. Well, and blue tick hounds are famously uggos. So, but she's as pretty <laughs> as she could possibly be, considering that she's a blue tick hound. Um, okay. So they penned her up in the swampland. I don't like this. So I got a couple of questions. They penned her up in the swampland about a mile just south of the gate. Okay, first of all, is someone watching this dog? Is she just penned up in the swampland? That's land? what I was wondering. Yeah, I, I hope like so. That. I'm hoping that the well, I is the I'm cousin that the cousin hangs out. I has I would to. imagine so. Has to because at the end he's heading north towards Tennessee. So my hope would be that the cousin is hanging out to help him escape. Okay. Yeah, I think the cousin's in on all of this. He's camping. He's camping out. (laughs) It's fine. With the dog, you know, he he just made like a vacation of it. He had a couple days off. Right. Uh, Yeah. He said, "You know what? I could get away from Tennessee for a little bit." Now, is this how long does this plan go on for? Is this months? No, it doesn't seem like it's months. Okay. It seems like it's about a week because he says um he says he got used to seeing him for uh seeing his lady every night uh in the next verse. I, mm-hmm. I won't skip ahead, but it doesn't seem like it's months. It seems like it's maybe a week. Maybe a week? Maybe a week. Well, he sends yeah, out the letter, then the cousin has to get the letter and then there's well, probably sure, correspondence back and forth and then he has to get to Georgia. Yeah, those parts are. But I mean, if he's right on the action. Florida border, maybe. I mean, if I was the cousin, but Dan, I'd spend at least a couple days in Disney. <laughs> but Dan, you're talking about just the dog part, right? Yes, the dog part I'm is saying, a, the dog part's a week. Well, he's been that's what presumably we don't know how long he's been walking old red, right? Because presumably there was the first part of that where he secured the old red job has been walking to right. Him. Then he sends a letter to his cousin. Cousin comes on down with the dog. So yeah, I was just wondering how long it, from from the moment. The blue tick hound was in the picture. How how long are we talking? To a a a week, ten days. Okay. I don't think it takes <laughs> dogs a long time to get comfortable with. Each oh, other. I agree. I was just and, wondering. And I think and, and listen, Blakey is smart. He's yeah. probably been walking the dog south each time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, he's been walking all red south each time, so that he gets used to going that way anyway. And then he's like, "Oh, what do we have here? If I go south, then I always see this lovely lady dog." Yeah. Okay. This uh, blue tick hound is just waiting for him down in the swamplands, uh, about a mile south of the gate. And I take old Red for his evening run, and I just drop him off and wait. Yo, you know what he's waiting for. Um, (laughs) As Snoop Doggy Dog once said, "You just like my doggy style," because that's what's happening in the swampland. Literally. Literally. 
Um, Literally. So, yeah, so that's happening. No, I feel like they took some time. They got to know each other. <laughs> he puts on the Johnny Mathis records. Sure. It's all good. Sure, sure, sure. These um, dogs were in love. Right. They're in love. But he says in the next thing. She's he like, says in the next line. I just, yeah. I just want you to know that you're going to respect me in the morning, old Red. That's, yeah. that's the thing. Um, they over and over play the song Lady. Right. Now, I do. I also want to be clear. Like, he is both a prisoner and we're assuming, again, this is probably the 1950s. So, I mean, he's not, he doesn't have a smartphone. So, he is literally just standing behind a tree while two dogs do it in the swamp. <laughs> right. Let's be very clear on what That's is happening right. in this song. That's right. uh, yep. Two dogs are going to Pound Town. And I don't mean <laughs> the pound where they keep the dogs. Uh, they're going to Pound Town in a swamp. While Blake, I mean, I'm hoping he's not just staring and watching. I'm hoping at the very least he's turning around and watching the sunset uh, <laughs> while this happens. <laughs> and, uh, you know, whistling Dixie or something. Um, I have faith in him that he ha- that he is, yeah. <laughs> he's being a gentleman about it. Uh, like, Though he did murder his wife and yeah, possibly yeah. her lover. Well, so. no, he, he brings his Game Boy in a Reader's Digest. He's good. Right, right. <laughs> well, they have one of those little like fold-out screens they set up, uh, and uh, you know. Um, yep. Okay, so the warden once again says, "Come on, somebody, why don't you run?" Oh, Red's it and itch and have some fun. Get my lantern, get my gun. Red, I'll have you treed before the morning comes. Is the warden saying? Let's this? just say this. Yeah. Old Red had some fun. Oh, he had some fun. Yeah, he did. That's a good point. Red's <laughs> Red yeah. doesn't need to be chasing prisoners to have a little fun nowadays um but i was gonna ask was is the warden saying this to the prisoners like every day like he's just going up to be like hey how about you how about you why don't you try to run huh because red needs some fun like he's been like a real and they're all like i i have no intention of running stop stop saying this warden warden we're in the middle of a kickball game uh if you could just chill out with the whole why don't you run right we're doing things we have other things on our mind Mm -hmm. i know i know that's fun for you Right. But we're just having fun playing kickball. You know I think Old Red is a good boy. Mm-hmm. Why would I run away from him? Yeah. <laughs> I'd run towards Old Red. You right. know we run towards <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you ask who wants to give Old Red a treat today, all our hands go up. <laughs> He's the best part of this prison. <laughs> That's why we have a treat chart. Right. <laughs> so whose turn is it to give Old Red a treat? Whoever, whichever team wins in the kickball game, that means they get to give Red a treat. So that's yep. what we're playing for. The highest stakes we can possibly imagine. <laughs> giving Red a treat and patting him on the head and saying, good boy. Okay? We it's... love Red. Um, Both kickball teams are named the Old Reds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that, is, that is the amount of respect we have for this dog. We would never leave. Warden. It's, con- it's confusing, but guess yeah. what? We don't care. <laughs> that's how much we love this dog. Warden. Everybody wins. <laughs> Warden, I was paroled three years ago, and I'm just hanging out here. <laughs> just like to hang out with Old Red. You understand what I'm saying? Uh, I can legally leave, and I, I'm still not doing it. Now Red got real used to seeing his lady every night. And so I kept him away for three or four days and waited till the time got right. Well, I made my run with the evening sun, and I smiled when I heard him turn red out. I was headed north to Tennessee, and Red was headed south. So we're thinking this is about 10 days. I'm going to say this. Yeah. Speaking of uh, Shawshank, 
this really makes me think a lot less of Andy Dufresne, right? Because his plan took at least a decade, right, to dig right. that tunnel right. uh, <laughs> into the sewer. Yeah. Uh, he could have just befriended a dog and apparently escaped. So it's true. Bad on you, he- Andy. I mean, you could have been Listen- out of there in in less than a month, Andy. Uh, in- yeah, instead he, of- he knew an he knew an old guy with a crew with a crow. Right, he could have you know. Yeah. On. Crow sex. Why not? Let's get it. Let's get it on. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. So I waited till the time was right. Well, I made my run with the evening sun. And I smiled when I heard him turn red out. So what does that mean? I guess they're letting red so, run. Oh, yeah, let, I, under- I understand. Yeah, they let him go. I he, They're like, oh, my gosh. Okay. Blakey escaped. How dare he? He okay. was so cool. Okay. <laughs> We were supposed to be partners right, in the three-legged right, right, right. race. And, and then, and then oh. it sent Red out for Who's going to play doubles tennis with me now, <laughs> says the warden. Okay, I was thinking he was – okay, okay, I understand. Because I was thinking he was taking Red for a walk and ran. No. But I see. No, he no, escapes. No, no, no. Yeah. They let run. They let Red go to chase him. Yes. I'm heading north to Tennessee, but old Red is, was heading south because he was yes. going to see his lady friend. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Can I ask a question? Always. Because the first time I heard this song, I thought it was like, I'm heading north, but Old Red is heading south, if you know what I mean. Do you think there's a double entendre there, or it's just that he's going south? Nope, I think he's going south. Okay, and you're 100% geographic. So- <laughs> Look, don't, no, hold on. I think on. it's all. Hold on. G- first first of, all- of all, I don't know where you're getting the idea that I'm a pervert. Let's talk about dog attractiveness for 10 more minutes. But second of all, <laughs> I don't think this is on me. Cause again, I am listening very carefully to the song to understand what the story is. And this is a song written by Mr. Blake Sheldon. That's all about dog sex. So don't throw it back on me <laughs> that I'm the pervert here. Okay. I am a victim of this song. You know what I'm saying? So oh don't, don't start throwing it on me. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Um, okay. So he's heading South. So yes, Red's geographically South. south. Just because he wants to see his girlfriend. And Blake's running north. But here's the thing. They said that Red could track a two-day-old trail. Right. Right? So, I mean, he could be done in 10 minutes and then back on the case. You know what I mean? I don't think this is... Right. I mean, admittedly, Blake will get a little bit of a head start. But if if he can track two days uh, old trail... I don't think it's foolproof, but I do think that it combines a couple of the things that we were thinking about, which is, A, he knows that Blake set him up. Like, Blake would be the best man at their dog wedding. Right. You know, like, like yeah, yeah. so <laughs> he's probably doesn't care because right. he's like, well, who am I going to chase? Mm-hmm. The guy who set me up with my lady? Right. I'm not doing that. Right, this, right. this is the okay. best thing that's ever happened to me. I <laughs> okay. hang out with a bunch of dudes all the time. Right. This is great. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what it is. And look. I love the guys in the prison. They're a little clingy. I mean, they're constant. I mean, <laughs> both kickball teams are named after me. They're constantly petting me and giving me treats. It's that weird, one guy got man. paroled for a while ago and still hasn't left. Just hang out with me. They're a little clingy. Is all I'm saying. I love them. It's a bit much. I love them, but it's it's a bit much. It's a bit much. And how does the dog yeah. live up to those expectations? That's what I'm saying. Right. Um. And I think the other thing is, I think that All Red knew that if he went south. He's headed in the direction of Disney World. Mm, that's true. Yes, that too. Yeah, that's and true. that's honestly where the whole Lady and the Tramp thing could absolutely play out. <laughs> sure. sure, definitely. Yeah, that's what he said. I'm heading really just wanted yeah. spaghetti, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, so 
uh, Blake's heading north to Tennessee. Old Red was heading south. Um, and the warden saying, "Come on, somebody, why don't you run?" Old Red's itching to have some fun. Well, Old Red again having some fun, but maybe not the way yep. you were thinking. There, not what, not the fun you want him to have, Warden. Get my lantern, get my gun. Red will have you tree before the morning comes. Now, there's a little, there's a little coda here. Love it. And uh, a, a little punchline because he says, Now there's red-haired blue ticks all in the south. Love got me in here and love got me out. So Red had himself quite a brood uh, yeah. with his lady friend. They're, they're like, literally, they're all over the south. Like, they're like, at this point, they're like a pest. They're like an evasive species. <laughs> right, uh, there's right. just <laughs> hordes of hundreds of them traveling across right. the Tennessee uh, and Georgia countryside, just like eating, you know, entire farms worth of food <laughs> uh, and just destroying whole neighborhoods. It's a nightmare. Um, but uh, all over the South. And then here comes the punchline. This is almost like a riddle. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, oh, the answer was man all along. But um, no, the punchline <laughs> is love got me in here and love got me out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and here. Here's the Say thing what about you want. That. that is a great yeah. line. <laughs> well, yeah, but here's the thing. You you hear that? You're like, love got me in here. Love got me out. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. You murdered. Yeah, two yeah, people. you murdered. <laughs> I'm sorry. Murdered. Yes, and now you're an escaped double murderer. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know what? Yeah. This was very quaint until I put <laughs> any thought behind it. Yeah, yeah. You do sort of forget the fact that, like, oh, this is so charming. Oh no, you've killed people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You. Killed two you have, people. You have blood on your hands. You are you are right. literally a murderer. Um, you know, even even if those people were wrong uh, to commit uh, infidelity, uh, they had families uh, who you know they right. had parents who had to bury their children. I mean, my God, Blake. Jeez, uh, <laughs> Louise, this is horrible. Uh, but anyway, it's pretty hilarious that he got out of prison. And what? <laughs> and I'll tell you what. Mm-hmm. What a plan. What a plan yeah you could have tried to just run but no cool sophisticated blakey <laughs> he really came up with a plan he really thought this out um yeah and you know what i feel like when they when they figured out that he left and like what he had done i'm guessing the warden went you know what i can't even be mad mm-hmm. that guy is <laughs> so cool yeah let him go friends he's just the coolest um i'll miss him so much <laughs> <laughs> they painted a mural about him <laughs> Uh, yeah. all right. Anything else on the song? No. Let's do expanded universe. What do we think? Um, I mean, well, I- here's what I th- mm-hmm. go ahead. No, you go ahead. Well, I was gonna say, could this possibly be a postscript to Delilah? Delilah. Oh. Okay. Interesting. Right? Because right, he like you know, my my Delilah. Right. Right. He yeah, he her, murdered right? two people. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then yeah, I'm gonna he say he murdered yeah. his Delilah and her and her lover. Oh wait, did 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 he? I know he murdered Delilah. But but I'll say this: it it doesn't say whether or not Blake murdered both of them. It just That's says true. I caught and my it, wife it also doesn't anyway, say whether or not Tom Jones murdered both of them. Right. Mm. So okay, I think. And we know Delilah's name, but we never works. get the narrator's name in Delilah, right? No. So, I mean, we don't get the name here either. So, yeah, I'm going to say <laughs> no, we definitely. We just named him Blake. Well, we right? named it him works, Blake. Right? Sure, sure, sure. But, yeah, I'm going to say they're the same person. 
great. Um, yeah, it makes sense. I did it. I'm I mean, excited. it could also be because you know who else is in prison for murder. Uh, little sister. Well, no, not little sister. Oh no, but he's killed, right? They put him to death. Never mind. I take Ooh. that back. Uh, the night that I shot in Georgia, but oh right, 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 right. I mean, it all adds up. Right. But don't they? Maybe he got away. But don't they? But she says, doesn't she say that he was killed? Well, the, I mean, the chorus of the song is that's the night that they hung an innocent man. Right, they hung an innocent man. Right, that's right, that's right. Okay, never mind. Forget, forget that part. <laughs> it could be. It could this be is an this is an alternate. The night the lights went out in Georgia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Well, I was gonna say it could be an alternate ending to Folsom Prison Blues, mm, or mm-hmm. or mm. he's just uh or he's just upset. I, I like to think that Johnny Cash. <laughs> At some point, the news got around about this escape plan, and Johnny Cash was just like, "Man, I gotta get myself a dog. Get these trains. <laughs> what was Forget I mess- train. What was I thinking about trains for? Dogs is the answer. <laughs> I mean, this dogs could be the uh, take a letter, Maria. Okay, I'm interested to hear how. Okay, well, Maria or not Maria. Uh, the wife in that song was cheating. Mm-hmm. Okay. So maybe, what's his name? RB. Okay. Yeah. Sent a letter to the lawyer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, saying that he was divorcing his <laughs> wife, but he actually murdered her. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then he went to mm-hmm. prison. Mm-hmm. So he runs, so he runs into the office. Mm-hmm. Stick with me. Yep. Possibly covered in blood. Mm-hmm. He turns to his secretary and says, take a letter so I can send it to my lawyer to say that I'm divorcing my wife. Also, don't go in our home. Like where? <laughs> I don't know about that one, Michael. I don't I don't know if the timing is exactly it's right, but I think I think all stretch. the elements are there. Um, I just want to say for the audience at home. Uh, if you're listening to this, uh, I'm on the show and I'm confused. So <laughs> don't worry too much about trying to figure it out. Hey, uh, this is an anti-connection, but you know who he didn't talk to? Shaggy. Who? Because if they were like, hey, did you it's kill true. your wife? Yeah. Wasn't me. Did you, did, did yep, you kill your boyfriend? True. Wasn't me. Well, I don't know what to do. He said it wasn't him. So, well, Mr. Mr. Sheldon, it's been nice uh, speaking with you. Thank you for everything. Uh, I don't he know. Seems we can't. About it. He said it wasn't him. So uh, and once you say that, there's nothing we can do about it. Um, cool. Yeah. I mean, I definitely feel like, I mean, I think Folsom pretty prison blues. I think somewhere in there there's, I mean, cause Folsom right. is in California. This is in Georgia. Um, we know it can't be Johnny cash. Cause we know he shot a man in Reno just to watch him die. But, exactly. um, but still they probably cross paths at some point. Right. Like, like I assume like all the prisons of like a big, like mixer, uh, somewhere in like <laughs> what's in the middle of the country, like Kansas? They just get all the prisoners together in Kansas and just have like a big like you know interprison mixer so everybody can get to know each other. So we like for the Christmas party, like a retreat, like a corporate retreat. So yeah, everyone again, so everyone get to know each other a little bit better and see each right. other outside of prison. You know, uh, like you know maybe make some connections. So yeah, I I agree. <laughs> yeah, like a Christmas party or like a corporate retreat or something like that. That probably happens. So. Um. All right. I wonder if the lady dog was named Fancy. Mm. <laughs> yeah, we didn't talk about the lady dog. Um. What? What if, like, the entire song "Fancy" is in fact about a dog? <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Good gosh, you guys. Like, we have really gone down a, well, I'm just a saying, hole in the universe. Uh, they live in like a shack, right? So yeah. what, right? If, what if it's like a doghouse and they've been abandoned by their owner and they have to scrounge for food? This, this, I'm going to work on this, but this is making a lot of sense <laughs> to me. I like this a lot. Um, Although she, this is although like she when does Oliver, buy, is, oh, go ahead. Yeah, she does she buy the it. dog a dress, so that doesn't make sense. <laughs> right, right. This is basically, and they like do Oliver, say it's in New Orleans. Yeah. This is this is Oliver and Company. Right. Yeah. yeah based yeah. off of Oliver, twi- <laughs> Oliver Twist, like this is what this is. We're trying to fit the story in. It's just not making any sense. I also, I was, I was positing that song was about a dog prostitute that has a dress and Michael's <laughs> right. problem was, well, they do say it's new Orleans. Oh, okay. Well, that's the one fact that like threw the whole, the rest of it out. Uh, oh my gosh. Okay. Let's, let's, uh, um, let me ask you something. Were there any yeah. jazz singers in this? Uh, no, 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 there's no, no, no. Uh, yeah. I was going to say, fine. Let's, let's, uh, no Pearl. Yeah. Let's mercifully take a break at this point. Um, <laughs> And when we come back, we'll talk Why? about Why? All of this made sense. <laughs> we'll talk about the history of this song with Story Behind the Story. Hi, I'm Dietrich. I'm Alex. And I'm Ben. We're from the podcast That Song from That Movie, the journey through the very best and worst of movie songs. We want you to join us on our voyage across the cinematic sound waves as we take a deep dive on a new song and movie each week to figure out just what makes them tick. Already we've set sail with Celine Dion on the Titanic, found a friend in Toy Story, and gotten drenched out in the rain with Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Hopefully each breakdown allows us to answer the ultimate question of what's better, the movie or the song. Or at least learn something new along the way. Just like learning that Toy Story 4 is a meaningless cash grab without a soul. You can subscribe right now on all good podcast platforms. If you use one of the bad ones, then that's on you, and we can't be held responsible. Subscribe to that song from that movie. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Hey guys, welcome back. It's time for story behind the story. How did this story come to be? Rachel. Yeah. Tell us. Well, I'll tell you first of all, the 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 version we're doing uh is the Blake Shelton version. Um 
It was written by James Bo Bohan, Don Goodman, and Mark Sherrill in 1990 mm. um, for George Jones. We'll get into that later. But this version it was released March 18th, 2002. Uh, it was on um, Blake Shelton's debut album. Mm. And uh, it debuted at number 60 on the Hot Country charts. It was number one on Bubbling Under and number 14 on uh, Hot Country songs. And it's certified platinum. Mm. Um, it's a big song. Uh, but the song itself, uh, like I said, was originally written in 1990, which is weird to me because it seems like it's much older. I um, When you started yeah. 19, I assumed it was going to be 1952 or something. Right, so, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, it um it was uh like I said originally written for George Jones uh who's a very famous uh, country singer uh for his 1990 album You Ought to Be with Me, uh it was not released as a as a single, uh that's why we're not doing that version. Mm-hmm. Uh and there, somebody commented, oh maybe wait, this might have been me, but no I think I read somewhere somebody wrote this song tells a story and if you like George Jones you will like this one. I'm like yeah you're right it's true that's true. I That's, mean, I mean, he he sings it country. He sings it very much like the like the Blake Shelton version. Hmm. Um, but it was also covered. Sorry, Dan, were you going to say something? George Jones has one of my favorite story songs that we'll probably never do on the show because I'm not quite sure how we would get into it. But are you guys familiar with He Stopped Loving Her Today? No. Oh, no. Look up He Stopped Loving Her Today. Great, okay. great story song. <laughs> uh, we'll do. And I can't even t- it, like. It is the the rare story song, and we had this recently, that I can spoil. So I can't even tell you what it's about. You just have to listen to it. Sounds good. It's awesome. S- sounds good. Um, so George Jones, obviously. He so I'm going to take release. a break from looking at puppy photos. <laughs> right, exactly. I want to listen to a song. Oh, Michael, I'll get you're back, back to you guys. Michael's back. Oh, He's hi. Hi, Michael. Hi. <laughs> Michael, um, Michael's like, hey guys, real quick. Um, I have adopted seven blue tick towns. <laughs> uh, I have a small apartment in New York, so I don't know where I'm going to put them. Uh, if anybody can help me out, guys. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm in real trouble here. I'm in real, <laughs> real trouble. Um, so the song, so the George Jones song was in 1990. It was also covered by the gambler himself, Kenny Rogers, yeah, on his '93 album, "If Only My Heart Had a Voice." Again, not released as a single, hmm. but uh, the the Kenny Rogers version had a much more pop feel to it. Um, you know, 90s Kenny Rogers, I guess a little more poppy. Okay. Um, of course, the most popular version is this version by Blake Shelton. And so this is the only one that was released as a single. Yes. Yeah, this is the only one that was released as a single. Because I tried to look for information about the other two. And I couldn't find much because they were not released as singles. So there's no billboard charts. There's nothing like that. Hmm. Um, this was his third single off of his debut album titled Blake Shelton. Uh, it became, it quickly became a top 20 hit and became a a fast fan favorite. Uh, he considers it, uh, Shelton considers that this his signature song and how much does he consider it his signature song? He has opened a chain of restaurants called Old Red. That's right. There are three old red restaurants. And how much does everybody involved in this song (laughs) love this song? Uh Well, there's a website dedicated to it, Old Red Online, uh, who and Don Goodman runs it. And he has a novel based on the song. And I think he's working on a movie based on it. I mean, a novel? (laughs) 
Rock and Snapplebee. You can buy the novel on the website. Uh-huh. There's merchandise. I mean, all red is a it's it's an industry. People wow. it is an industry. It's unbelievable. I do want to say because people love dogs. Well, people love nobody dogs. cares about nobody cares about the whole story. People care about the fact that there's a dog called Old Red, if and you, you love him, and you can mm. put his face on stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rachel, if and you, you can, can eat a you can eat a blooming onion, but it's called Old Red onions. Yeah, yeah. Rachel, if you could at the end of this when we're done recording, if you can email me the Old Red locations, uh, I know yes. we're currently in lockdown, quarantine is still going yep. on, but when it's over, I would love to actually hit all three because you guys yep. know when I go out to to eat, there is nothing that makes more appetizing for me and then i want to think about more while i'm eating than dogs having sex so this really works out <laughs> perfectly Lord. for me because i'm sure that's what everyone wants to be thinking that's what sure. you want to name a restaurant after a song about dogs doing in a swamp because that's going to get people <laughs> through the door at your restaurant makes a lot of sense um, to me yeah i mean Listen, I think Blake is just giving the people what they want. Sure. Um, and the dogs so, what they want. Yeah, right, right. Um, so talking about making the song, um, Mark Sherrill said, we were was quoted saying, we were fortunate enough that the good Lord put one in our hands. It's just something that when I play it at the Floribama, which is a, a festival, People come from all over the country to hear me sing the song. I had two couples say that song saved their lives, and I wondered what kind of life did they have? <laughs> because it's about two dogs getting it on, you know? All I can figure is people love a good story. Wow. Um, I, I mean, maybe the song taught them how to break out of prison. Maybe. Maybe. But people love this song. The people who are involved in writing the song love it. The people who listen to it love it. I it's mean, a great song. It's a great song. And it is a great song. And I'll say, I'm going to tell you right off the bat. I'm not a big, I guess, what would be considered new country uh, fan. Yes. But there's something about Blake Shelton. And we'll get into it a little bit later. But I I, I just think he's the best. <laughs> I, okay. I don't know why. I think he's just, he seems like a great, fun guy. And <laughs> his songs are real catchy. And it's just, I don't know. There's something about Blake Shelton. I'm like, okay, I like him. Can I? <laughs> can I? Can I ask a question? Because I don't, sure. know, I don't know anything about new country, let's call yeah. it. Uh, occasionally, something will come past my radar, but otherwise, I really don't know much about it. Um, I'm gonna here, here's what I'm gonna say. I know about Blake Shelton, and you guys tell me if yeah. I'm wrong or right. Uh, okay. He's a country singer. He's True. sort of blandly handsome. He seems kind of older to me. Like I would guess fifties. Hold on. Um, okay. And he's on America's Got Talent. So you're so close on okay. so many levels. He's on and the voice. Hold on, hold on. And did he fall in love with Gwen Stefani and they got married? So yes. Yeah, so you okay. are so close okay. on literally all of those things. Okay. And I will take us through that okay. in a moment. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Sorry. But that's okay. But yes, you're so you're so close, Dan. Okay. You're so close on all those fronts. I'm ready. Um Two more, like just two more things about the, about old, about old red. Okay. Um, first of all, we talked a little bit um, about, um, well, Shelton said in a 2010 Nashville webcast, he explained why this is one of his favorite songs. He said that it's so strange to me that that was the first song I ever found accidentally when I moved to Nashville. 
Um, I held on to it for many, many years and had to fight to get it on my album. Once I got it on my album, I had to fight to get it released as a single. Then it was another battle to get them to put it out as a video. Even though they liked the song, nobody ever thought it would be something accepted in country radio and by country music fans in general. I think they thought that type of song was dead and gone. Um, mm. He said, to be honest, oh, I wasn't sure either. I just loved it that much. And thank God on the first album, I was lucky enough to have two of the biggest hits of my career. Austin, which is also from that album. That's awesome, he said. Um, but I think it just goes to show that the the weird thing is he also had to fight to make it a single. Mm-hmm. So no matter what, for some reason, this song, no nobody thought would be a single, could be a single. So he finally was the one who fought. My guess is that by 1990, George Jones was like, I'm going to sing this song. And they're like, we're not going to re- release it as a single. And George Jones says, I don't care. Right. What do I care? <laughs> and then in 93, Kenny Rogers is like, I'm going to sing this song. They said, we don't think it's a single. And he says, I don't care. I'm Kenny Rogers. I will yeah. sing any song I want. <laughs> I have a, It I, doesn't have to be a single. I'm Kenny I'm Kenny Rogers. Rogers. I just got off a four-week shoot on the Gambler Five. You think I care? Right. <laughs> I think I care. I will sing. Singing is just my hobby. Hi, um, I'm a legend, and I'm going to sing yeah, yeah. what I want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Um, I will say that I read somewhere, and I cannot hear. I cannot find anything else. I okay. think that. Um, I think that Don Goodman said this that it is based on a true story. Okay. Uh, that's wait, all I got. Wait, on hold that. on. I tr- hold on. Hold on. Stop. Yeah. Stop. Okay, I yeah. wasn't fully listening. Based on a true story? Of... So I, yeah. I'm sorry? I tried so hard to okay. find information about this being a true story. <laughs> Couldn't find it anywhere. Huh. I felt like I was in the middle of the X-Files. <laughs> I, it was crazy. Okay. Um, it's The truth is out there, yeah. you know? Um, but anyway, and then finally, we talked a little bit about the video. Okay. And the video, if you think there's any subtext to the video or anything like that, the answer is nah, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. The video straight up tells the story with with Blake Shelton and his luxurious locks. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I I watched the video. I did not realize that early on in his career, Blake Shelton had very long hair. <laughs> he does, yeah. I mean he did, yeah. I thought I thought it was like is is this is this part of the character? Nope, he just. I mean, yeah. Had uh, you got to remember, it's the early two thousands. Yeah. You know, well, I'm gonna tell you a little bit about Blake Shelton. I'm ready. So, Dan, get ready for your first shock. Okay. Blake Tollison Shelton was born June eighteenth, which, by the way, when we're recording this, is next week. Oh, yeah. uh, happy, happy birthday, birthday Blake! Blake. Happy oh birthday. my gosh, happy birthday! If you so want you're... to. By the way, you're getting a, a bio on Blake Shelton because I think Dan's the only person in the world who doesn't know much about him. That thank you. Yes, yes, that's right. Um, <laughs> anyway, I, Blake oh, I, I, hold on. I want to say one thing. Hey, Blakey, good job having a summer birthday. Summer birthdays the, are the best. I know from they experience. Rule. So they they <laughs> rule. Literally, everybody on this podcast has a summer birthday. Yeah. So good luck. Well done. Or I would say, good job having a pool party every year. On your birthday. It's the, it's the best. <laughs> oh, man. Go on. Anyway, mm-hmm. that's not the shocking part, Dan. Yeah. The shocking part for you is going to be that he was born June 18th, 1976. Okay. In okay. Ada, Oklahoma. Okay. So, I, all right. I was off by a little bit. I see what you're saying. That was close. Right. I mean, I'm looking at yeah. pictures of him right now. He does seem older to me. He seems like he's he's salt and pepper. Well, so, I would have yeah, guessed pepper, a little Yeah, he's salt and pepper. Okay. Great. Okay. I mean, listen. But, you know, mid-40s. All right. 
right. makes sense. Okay. Now, yeah, don't don't get me flustered. Okay, um, <laughs> sorry. So we talk about Blake Shelton. Uh, he uh, he grew up in Oklahoma, in Aid, Oklahoma, which is where one of the old Reds is at, by the way. All right. Um, okay. and then oh, he nice. moved to Nashville at age seventeen. Mm. Like I feel like many, um, like many country stars do that. I mean, you go to Nashville, obviously, but but young. A yeah. lot of them go young, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. He was taken under the wing of prolific songwriter and producer Bobby Braddock, who we've spoken about before, right? Haven't we? I don't think so. I mean, maybe. I don't know. I'm sure we will at some point then. Um, uh, but he made his platinum debut in 2001 uh, with with Blake Shelton, and it included his first number one single, Austin, and then two more in the top 20. Austin, I think, was his first single, and it was his first number one. Whoa. Um, wow. I know. Now. Uh, his second and third albums went gold and platinum, respectively. Now, here, here it is. He has had 40 charted singles, 27 number ones, and 17 consecutive number ones, breaking the record in country airplace history. So, he is very big. <laughs> he is he's a big very deal. big. He's a very big deal. I mean, he has, uh, he's also known as a judge, like you said, Dan, for, there was something called Nashville Star, Clash of the Choirs, Nobody Remembers, Nobody Remembers, but most recently, The Voice. He has been the, uh, one of the uh, hosts or the judges for The Voice for a number of years. Uh, there is where he met Gwen Stefani, who he is now um, quarantined together with. Oh, okay. And has been dating for a very, since 2015. Right. Uh, they are not married, not to married. my knowledge. I didn't get an invitation. Okay. Um, but I just read you something. You would have. If they were, you would have. I feel like I would have. Um, but they. Uh, but I just read something that since they're in the uh, in quarantine, that they are thinking now about getting married once social distancing is released. Okay. Um, that feels like stalling, but whatever. <laughs> um, they're... they're uh, he, like I said, he owns a franchise of restaurants and, and entertainment complexes. Did, uh, can I ask a question? Did he meet Gwen yeah. Stefani on the show? Yes, on the oh, books. Oh, that's so sweet. Yes. Isn't that, that sweet? They're the different. And that, well, that's the thing, right? Because, I mean, adorable. I guess maybe probably personally they're not as different as it would seem from the outside. But, I mean, right. you know, she was a young ska punk. He was a young country singer. It's, you know, yeah. they're from different worlds. Um, right. And, it's like a it's like I mean, a mini it's, West Side story. Right. <laughs> I mean it's a little bit of a there's a little bit of scandal to it I think because before he was dating Gwen Stefani, he was married to uh, another country superstar Miranda Lambert for okay. 4 years and they dated for a long time before that and before that he was married to a woman named Knet Jern. I don't know mm-hmm. how to say that name, but uh but so there was a little bit of stuff but but something about him and Gwen Stefani it's just adorable. Yeah. Um but uh they um recently uh, oh sorry sorry so uh he's got like like i said three old reds uh one is in tisha dan write this down okay. one is in tishomingo oklahoma okay one is in nashville mm-hmm. and a third is in gatlinburg okay i don't know where gatlinburg is yep. um i wrote down three missed. weird southern cities is that that's right does that makes sense that's right okay good. that's right that's 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 <laughs> um so rec- uh, earlier this year um uh, a Nashville radio station declared Old Red Week leading up to when Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani were going to perform at the Grand Ole Opry. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was actually uh, inducted into the Grand Ole Opry 
in in 2010 or joined the Grand Ole Opry in 2010. Nice. Um, and since his tw- 2000, since his debut, um, Shelton's received positive reviews from musicians and critics. Um, and the New York Times even described Shelton as the most important and visible ambassador from Nashville to the American mainstream. Oh. And Rolling Stone referred to him as one of country music's biggest stars over the past decade. He sold over 10 million records worldwide, and he just seems cool. <laughs> he seems like he could get away with breaking out of prison and befriending a warden. Yeah. Like, it all adds up. Wow. You, and so, yeah. Rachel, you seem to feel the same way about Blakey that the warden does. I do. Yeah, you really, uh, if you really I was, think cool. If I was a warden, I'd be like, <laughs> you know what? You can hang out with the dogs you all you my want. Dog. <laughs> that door, can, that door just could stay open. Should I close this door behind me? Yeah. <laughs> um, warden, no. You know what, Blakey? Go ahead. You're fine. You're fine. And most recently, the last week, he's been learning how to do TikTok dances. So uh, in quarantine, <laughs> I don't want to say I've I've been doing a lot of research on Blake Shelton since I came to this song, but here we are. I know he's doing TikTok stuff. Okay. Um. And now anyway, Rachel's president of his fan club. That's right. I tried Googling something uh, that did not come back with any satisfying results. But I was wondering okay. how many restaurants are named after songs. Because I can think of three. Um, Ruby Tuesdays. Uh, is that named after McDonald's. the song? Yeah, McDonald's. Uh, which is uh, after Old McDonald's. McDonald's. Um, <laughs> right, Ruby Tuesday. Well, what the heck else would Ruby Tuesday be named after? Well, I don't know. That's what I was wondering. Ruby Tuesday is a good one. Okay. Um, cheeseburger in Paradise. Uh, right. Also Margaritaville. He has two separate ones. Mm-hmm. And then Old Sure. Bray. But I was just, that seems... Seems like a weird niche of restaurants yeah. that are named after songs. That's all. That's all I got, though. I tried to find a That's list all. of, but I couldn't find anything. No, no one has, no one has yet to write the, uh, the. Uh, well, I can't think of what it's not Huffington Post. What's the one that everyone hates? The um, Buzzfeed. The Buzzfeed <laughs> list. Thank you. No one has yet written the Buzzfeed list of all the restaurants named after songs. But um, I mean, well, there's listen. there's the MacArthur Park. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. All they serve is cake, and it's always raining. <laughs> it's always left yeah. out in the. I, I, we have one item. It's cake that was left out in the rain. Uh, right. No, we can't make you another one because we'll never have that recipe again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh no! It's a terrible restaurant. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but the song's fantastic. All right, I'll go back. <laughs> all right. Anything else, Rachel? Uh, that's all I got. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, thank you so much for that. Uh, we're going to take another quick break. When we come back, we'll talk about the lesson we learned from this song with Lessons Learned. Are you looking for a playlist of the hottest, most bumping jams around? Well, we can help you with that. But we do have a Spotify playlist of all the songs we've reviewed on the show. So if you'd like to hear that, search for The Story Song Podcast, the official playlist on Spotify. Then you'll hear the most lit baller bops that go hard. I can't read. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Welcome back. It's time for lessons learned. What lesson did we learn from this song? Uh, Let's start with Michael. Michael, what's what lesson did you learn from this song? I learned uh, where I'm going to be taking my summer road trip this year, and that is to all three old red (laughs) restaurants. There you go. Um, nice. Yeah. 
I'm super excited for it now. Yeah. So great. So great. Yeah. Up and up until this episode, I did not know what my summer vacation was going to be. Mm-hmm. You could get the uh, warden's lantern fries, <laughs> which are just—they're just cheese fries. But you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You get the old the old red burger, which is made with uh, gator and. Uh, <laughs> yep. I guess quicksand. Yeah. 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 It's delicious. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'll take the number three, please. Oh, that's the escape. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> get the, the quicksand shake. Um, <laughs> what's in there? Vanilla ice cream and sand. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're going to want to stay away from the quicksand shake. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, I just learned that if you, uh, suspect that perhaps your wife may be stepping out on you, uh, first thing you do, call up your cousin and say, Hey, get like one or two of the sexiest dogs you can find. Don't ask <laughs> why this is going to make sense later. Trust me. Doug, duh, trust me. Trust me. This will make sense later. Just again, the sexiest dog you could find. And maybe like a backup sexy dog, just in case. Because it's probably going to take me a couple of years to get this plan in action. So, you know, things happen. But um, yeah, just find like, just go to like sexy dogs or us and just get a couple of really sexy dogs. And uh, anyway, start anyway start breeding hot dogs. Yeah, Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Uh, and I'll call you back. All I heard was I need to make hot dogs. Yeah, yeah. But I'll call you. I'll call you back in like three years. We'll we'll figure it out. Don't worry. We'll get to it then. Um, it'll be fine. Uh, Rachel, what did you learn? I learned that if you're going to commit a crime, you should figure out what um what prison you're going to go to and make sure it's the prison with the cool warden. Yep. That you can get become yeah. a buddy with mm-hmm. because. You know, everybody, you know, you go to a regular, like when you're in school, you don't get the cool teacher. You get like the, you know, the annoying teacher. Mm-hmm. You're like, come on. Mm-hmm. I want to be in cool warden's class. Right. So yeah. you just got to make sure you got to do your, what I'm saying is you have to do your research yeah, before yeah. you commit a crime. Well, yeah. you, you have to go on ratemywarden.com uh, before <laughs> yes. before going to jail and making sure that. That's right. Ma- again, making sure you have a warden who who at least is like an eight out of 10 on the coolness. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Find right. find the warden that's going to let you break out. Exactly. Or at least right. play with dogs. Yeah, yeah. Right, exactly, exactly. Uh, all right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. This has been the Story Song Podcast. Uh, follow us on the socials, if you could, like Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And if you could leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, we would appreciate it. And as always, if you like the episode, tell a friend. Uh, yeah. Tell an enemy. Tell, or a dog. Tell a sexy dog <laughs> if you have to. Uh, or a cool, cool warden. warden. <laughs> all the cool wardens are leaving reviews on Apple Podcasts. All the all the coolest wardens listen to the show, you guys. So yeah, yeah. if you could uh, let's let uh, again let a friend know, we'd appreciate it. And uh, thanks for listening. I'm Dan Ackery. I'm Rachel Oaks. And I'm Michael Gazelle. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening and goodbye. Bye. Love got me in here and love got me out. Our theme music was written and performed by Jason Flowers. You can follow him on Twitter at Jason Flowers with a Z. Some of our bumper music was provided by Purple Planet Music. Find them at purple-planet.com. Our logo was designed by Dan Geva. For even more great stuff from the Story Song Podcast, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at story underscore song, and on Instagram at Story Song Podcast. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We'll be back next time with another great story song. Thanks for listening.
do not put this as one of the as the uh, <laughs> outro by the way <laughs> it's nfl draft season and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.